Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, where I talk with podcasters about things which aren't always about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. So today, my guest is Morgan Michaels. Welcome, Morgan. It's a pleasure to, uh, after, I don't know, like two years of, hey, would you like to? <laughs> but in your defense, you're super busy because you have a really uh, popular and high-numbered podcast. But anyway, welcome. Thank you for taking the time. Craig, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I always, the more people get excited, the more I get nervous. I don't normally get nervous, but then people are like, this is going to be awesome. I'm like, oh shoot, now I have performance <laughs> anxiety. Um, I, I I know that you just published a book. Let's just do this right up front. So you just published a book called From Burnt, Burnt Out, Out to, to Fired Up. Yep. To Fired Up. Yep. And the cover art for the book, which I'm guessing you probably didn't do, but the cover art is really awesome. Not going to let it the cat out of the bag. You all can go to Amazon and look it up. I recommend you do. Um, so first of all, congratulations, because the book is recent. You just finished it like three months ago. It published and came out. So you're probably doing it like a year ago. You were ripping your hair out and writing. Well, that's uh, right. I, it was it was actually somewhat serendipitous because it's about burnout for teachers. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I, I signed the contract for it right on March. I think it was March 13th of 2020. So like right on the eve of all the lockdowns. And we didn't even know how burnt out we'd be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Yeah. Um, so the, the reason I bring your book up is because creating a book, I have not written a book. I have no intentions of writing a book. I probably just jinxed it. Somebody's going to ask me to write a book uh, because I, <laughs> my thoughts don't go in straight lines for 20 pages. But when you create a book, it seems to me that you're creating, well, duh, Craig, you're creating a thing. Like when you're done, you you sort of have to like let go of it and okay, it, it's not done, but it's done. And podcasting isn't exactly like that because we can kind of create, if we're doing a um, an episodic thing, we can like, ooh, that last one sucked. I'll do a different job. Like we can kind of steer as we go. But a book is very much like a, there it is. Um, but even in both those cases, you're making work. And yes, we, we want to make positive change. We, we want to accomplish something. Maybe we want, maybe people want to make money. Um, but that's one way to look at the work. And the other way to look at the work, which I heard you mention on David Nabinsky's show, uh, I recommend listening to that. I don't remember the episode number, but it's fairly recent, like 198, I think it might have been. Um, you mentioned the idea of doing the work to create opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that's a beautiful shift uh, in mindset. So I guess since I was supposed to be asking questions, my (laughs) question would be, and I warned you, my question would be, uh, have you always thought about work that way? Or can you tell me what the mindset shift was like when you realized, ooh, there's another way that I could look at my work? Yeah. Okay. So I think when I think about, first of all, I think Seth Godin was a really, a really big catalyst for even starting my own podcast, which is called Kindsight 101. And it's about educator sort of bolstering educator wellness and and also that sense of community. And the reason that I did it is because I wanted to sort of, I I, I had done so much reading uh, about community <laughs> building and leadership. And I just was like, wow, I just want to talk to people and consolidate this and have interviews. And, and so honestly, the work first came from just a, a place of deep interest and passion. And, hmm. and there was, and, and it, what year did you start the podcast? That was, just, that was 2018. Just, yeah. Okay, 2018. Yeah. Passion. And, um, yeah. So it was this like deep knowing that I just needed to do it. And, and, and I'm a pretty tenacious person. So I think once I had that in my head, I was like, 
I just have to do this. And the book was very similar in that I had written down, and actually I had written it down in my journal, and it sounds all very woo-woo, and I'm kind of (laughs) like, the 2016 version of me is eye-rolling right now going, "Mm mm-hmm. But at, at the end of the day, I think when you're intentional about the way that that you set forth in your life in any domain, right? There is an outcome uh, that is super powerful that that the present version of you can't even conceptualize for the future. So essentially, mm-hmm. I had written down in a journal, <clears throat> "I'm going to write a book." I had no business writing that that goal down because I had never really been that interested in writing. I'd done a bit of blogging mm-hmm. and whatever, but I'm like, "What? Why?" Okay, so I wrote it down. And I actually did get a contract with someone else and it it didn't work out. That book didn't work out. And then as a result of my podcast, there was a a, a, quite a popular uh, publisher in education that reached out to me and said, hey, do you have a book in you? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I've been writing a lot. It has, but I haven't pinned anything down. And so I think, you know, to answer that question around, around the 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 purpose of your work i think that it really comes down to what are you passionate about what's pushing you forward when you think about moving forward with any kind of project do you feel expansive and excited or do you feel constricted and is it like a must do kind of project and i think for me everything related to the podcast everything related to the book was an absolute fuck yes you know yeah. and so <laughs> and so i was like yeah i'm doing this thing and i'm going to do it on the side of my desk because i'm a full time teacher and i'm going to do it and i've got two kids who Oof. are you know under 7 i'm going to do it i'm going to do it in at nighttime or in the morning and and that's going to suck a little bit but i want it so badly and mm. i can't tell you why mm. there's no monetary outcome that i've got in my head that's going to make this worthwhile it's really about what makes me feel filled up, you know? Yeah, but your your point of, so I, I did this thing and I then I made a podcast and then all of a sudden somebody asked me to make a book and then I made a book and it's like, well, who know, now you've, uh, astronomers would say zero, one, infinity. I have no evidence for the thing. I see one. When I see the next one, oh, there must be a lot of them out there. And my reaction to that is, oh, well, who knows what's going to be next? Like, because uh, we literally have no idea. You said, I'll just make a podcast because that's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. called to do. That's where my passion yes. is. Yes. And a book popped out. So yeah. who knows what'll happen? I mean, the, the book's only you been make it sound so th- very easy. It's, Huzzah! Yeah. it's only been like three yeah. months since the book's out, right? So you know, we got to give it a chance to get read. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, and I, I and I think about that, and you know, what's come from even the book is interest, of course, because in education there there's quite a platform for professional development, and I love to talk, <laughs> and mm. I like to tell stories, but I also like to listen, right? So I think there's kind of this this beautiful evolution of from the book, from the podcast, now comes the interaction with real people and actually being able to serve as a coach or being able to to keynote and leave people feeling excited and inspired. And I think that has been a really fun surprise. And all of these little threads, you know, like in grade two, I was a big nerd and I had a you know, I had a, I dragged all my grade two friends to my house to do a story writing club. In high school, I, I did a lot of drama and, and did a lot of uh, performance kind of stuff. Not anything professional, but like there was every little step kind of consolidates to where you're supposed to be. So I feel like I'm very comfortable in front of a big, big group of people. That's handy because that happens to be a lot of people's biggest fear, right? So I'm, you know, I'm excited. And who knew? Who knew that that would even be something, you know, that would be a valuable skill set to be able to speak in front of people. But it's it's handy. You know, it's a handy thing now. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I love that you mentioned evolution. I also wrote down explicit. <laughs> That's, we were talking about process and spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. If, what, if you've been on the show, Craig has a giant uh, to-do list. It's a piece of paper that goes with every one of these episodes. It's partly right. from my fear of names, but it also gives me a chance to write. And I have no problems with the show becoming explicit, but it's very important right. that I hit a checkbox <laughs> so I don't get in trouble. I'm like, oh, we're hitting the checkbox. Um, but evolution, I, I'm... Drawn my my swirling in my mind. Do <laughs> you remember the Harry Potter, the pensive mm-hmm. ideas? I I have like I love that. I had the visual of like all these ideas. I put them in there, then I my chopsticks. I reach pull something out. <laughs> nice, it's probably a magic wand. But I'm thinking about evolution and the idea of we don't really know what the next thing is going to be, and yet the more that we more that we experience this evolutionary process, the more excited I feel I get about it. And when you mentioned journaling, I'm wondering, do you like, I don't know how long you've been journaling, but do you look back at your journals in a regular way? Like, do you review? How do you do, um, if you're willing to share, how do you do like self-reflection? And mm-hmm. um, I think it was Marie Curie, the famous chemist who said something to the effect of you, you cannot tell how much work is left to be done. Like all you can do is look back and go, wow, that was a lot of work. Like you, you only can look back to assess. Yeah. I'm just wondering like, how yeah. do you self-assess and what do you do to get a read on how far you've come and to turn around and then charge forward? Yeah. So I'm not always really good at celebrating the celebrations, right? So I think that's been a new, that's been kind of a new practice for me, especially Wait, since we're some supposed of- to celebrate our successes. Yeah, oh, right. Right. Exactly. So, and I think part of that is, is really uh, beneficial because you're not stuck kind of in the past and, and missing out on the present opportunities. However, and you I don't think, want to, you don't want to feed your ego, right? I don't want to sit around no. all day and be like, look how awesome I am. No, I exactly. <laughs> I think it's kind of this idea, like you're always sort of a beginner. I don't, I don't, when I've been doing the podcast for a while, but you know, I'm sure I could be better and I hmm. maybe don't feel like I need to f- focus too much on, on, you know, the, the nitty gritty, because for me, the purpose of it is different than maybe if, if I was a, an absolute professional and whatever, right. but yeah, so then if, somebody's going to say this needs to be two inches taller and a little more to the yeah. left, maybe a specific goal. Yeah. Right. So I like that idea of like, it, it's, it's great for me right now, but back to your question, because I tend to meander as well, uh, is that <laughs> when I'm going back, Oh my God, you <laughs> clearly do this for work for real because most people just ramble and they never come back. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I can hold a thread. Yeah. Um, I think, I think with the journaling, it's, it's a process that, and I've given myself permission to be inconsistent with it because I think, I think that's how I, I operate. I am inconsistent. Sometimes I batch, you know, which means just Mm. when it comes to the, the degree of work that I do, the intensity of work that I do, the number of interviews. There have been times where, you know, within a week I've scheduled 16 interviews because that's what works for my schedule mm-hmm. and it's hectic and it's crazy. Uh, but then I have the product that I need. And then there's other times where I've given myself almost like, you know, how you follow a field or whatever, like I'll give myself the space that I need and, and I'm not as panicky about it. And I don't know if it's because of this book that kind of came out that I feel like, okay, I can just chill a little bit and relax. Like there's not that same sense of urgency, but it's the same with journaling where there are times where I feel an intense need to be journaling all the time. And then there are others where I'm like, I don't need that right now. Same with meditation. And I Mm. think that when we step off the, the conveyor belt, sometimes people get really freaked out when they, when they lose that track, the habit track, right? They feel like, oh my gosh, I've fallen off the wagon or whatever. 
I think there's an opportunity then to reset and then to set new fresh goals or to kind of recalibrate. I don't always think getting out of the habit is a bad thing. And so when I look back at successes, I do see growth and, I, and I'm and i proud of that. And then I also go, and this might be a time of rest right now, or this might mm. be a time to just sink into what does present time feel like? There's been so much change in all of our lives, but in my own personal life, so much change. And so I think, I think giving myself that space to breathe has been important and, and actually has, has fueled my creative capacity, um, in, in a really surprising way, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had 900 things I want to say. 900 <laughs> questions. Uh, one random one is habit. I love that you bring up habit because I'm, I'm a process nut, like not in a good, like the mm. process overload. Uh, so right. I do occasionally do like the wet dog shake off, like, all right, I'm done tracking that. Or like right. I have a Fitbit around my wrist today because I've started tis the season when Craig needs to get back and be less <laughs> doughy because I like to rock climb. So it's like, okay, yeah. I need to start doing some cardio, bro. Get out there right. and, you know, do a little, um, you know, so, but, but I also get to the part of the winter. So I don't need the Fitbit anymore. Get this thing off my right. wrist. Right. Um, so I love that you're uh, mindful that you're aware that I would agree with you and playing with grammar. I love that you're aware that habit is a good thing. Like the habit Mm -hmm. of flossing my teeth works out really well, Mm -hmm. but it's also important to realize that habit is actually mindless. So Mm -hmm. if you want your whole life to be mindful, then your whole life can't be habits. Otherwise you're not paying attention. So I love that your mind, that you're aware of, I want that. I want my podcast to be a mindful thing that I do that energizes me and reinvigorates me and that you're aware enough to go, all right, the actual problem here is getting the other people recorded. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to, yeah. that's the ditch digging. Yeah. And no, I've got that, bro. It's yeah. in the can. Like it's all yeah. easy at this point. Yeah, we don't right. put things in cans anymore, Craig. <laughs> film in cans. Um, so I, I wanted, that's one of the hundred things I'm like, ah, habit. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if you remember when you started your podcast, can mm-hmm. you, um, so we both went through uh, the pot, uh, it used to be called a different yeah. name. It's called the podcasting fellowship when you went through and then I was after you. And now that they changed the name, it's now called the, so it's called the podcasting workshop. They oh, call them okay. pod. My brain's like, they call them P <laughs> P O D now. So we're doing P O D in a number, but okay. it was T P F. Yes, it so was. I, I, That's right. It seems yes. like I have a mental problem. Like I can't remember. It's like, no, I just don't know which one to use. You might've been through um, 17 seasons. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is when you created your show, the course rightly so in my opinion, teaches you that when you start, you need you need to like get on the process treadmill here. You need to be yeah. like, if it's going to be weekly, it's got to be weekly. And you got to do one on Tuesday and you need to get in the habit mm-hmm. of doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, I, I could continue blabbering. But along the way, I went, screw that. I'm not doing it on a schedule. I'm doing it when I can get, as soon as I have one, I just published a thing. Nice. Because after 100 episodes, nobody cares that episode two came out on a Tuesday yeah. and episode three came out on the following Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering, can you remember when you like had the mental transition from, yeah. okay, my podcast has become a habit and now I want it to, I, w- I want to just have all the good part, the passion, the energizing yeah. part. And I want to skip the part where it's a habit. I have to do it. And it's Monday night and I'm out of time. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I've always been a batcher. So the habit was about looking forward and scheduling forward. And so the first 30 episodes, (laughs) I actually recorded uh, before TPF. 
and I did it because, yeah, it was 30 in the can. Wow. I I did. And it was the craziest looking back. I'm like, holy crap, that was crazy. And those are interviews. So you got those are interviews and they were not short, Craig. This was like before where I was like like hours. God. And then they were, oh, and, and I was new. Right. So, and those are still, still in there. Those are like the first 30. And I had them ready because I remember Seth saying, you're going to come out of this and you're going to have 30 episodes. That's how they, that's how when, when they first had this inaugural kind of promise to us was Mm. you're going to come out with 30 episodes. And I was looking and trying to do the math and I'm like, (laughs) I don't think so. Whatever you're smoking, give me some. Yeah. I'm like, that's like an improbable possible, like this is not happening. So then I'm like, well, then it's incumbent on me to get that product Mm. ready so that when I went, cause I didn't know how to put together a podcast. I just knew you used like at the time I used oh, yeah. um, Skype and whatever. So I was like, okay, hey, I got 30 people. I'm going to reach out. I know. Oh gosh. The stress of that like ringtone. I can't uh. even. Anyway. So, <laughs> and then there's nobody and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, they're not even there. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, so yeah, so it, I just had it already. And, and I had that because there was that urgency of like, this means so much to me. I have to do it. So, mm. So that was the process at the beginning, this sense of urgency, kind of a life or death feeling. It felt like I might, you know, I was on fire, Yeah. but it's not sustainable. It wasn't sustainable. And so then I kind of relaxed a bit and then, and then it was a bit more, I mean, I was still doing, you know, on my breaks, I would go, you know, Christmas break, March break, I would, I would batch again. So I do, you know, 10 interviews in two weeks or whatever. And, and it was rich. It was really rich. And it was a deep down process. And then I'd slow roll them out. I also did a bunch of, um, to coincide with the book, I released 12, like 12 episodes that were host on mic that coincided with each chapter. And I did those. Yeah. I did those in one day and then I cut them up into little bits and they were just bite-sized little chunks. And I released those all at once as like a kind of like a Netflix season or something. Mm, And so I've played around with format and you know, I feel like mm. the people who listen to the podcast, they'll go digging if they want to. I, I feel confident that the the teachers that I have, you know, they listen to it on their commute. They like it. They reach out. It serves a purpose. Um, and yeah, there's enough there that I think people get something out of it. And so mm. I feel confident in that. And I feel I feel good about that. And I don't really feel the need to change the process at this point. But maybe if I was getting paid or there were outside influences, I'd probably feel yeah, the need to change Yeah, but if you getting it. paid, then suddenly somebody else – I mean, yeah. it's one thing to have another mind involved. People often sure. ask me – not, I mean, not literally often, but I have been asked many times, what's the secret to like podcasting after yeah. five years? How do you keep – and I'm like, the secret yeah. is find somebody else you can talk to about it and it's not my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up about podcasting. Right, right, But right. I have other people that I can talk to who we could just geek out for hours. Yeah, and that's the sure. magic is yeah. – Having somebody else to go, oh, that's a good idea. Have you thought of this? And then there, I, like that kind of um, positive feedback loop leads to yeah. an upward spiral. Yes. Um, and what, I, what I'm thinking is, so you have uh, a large back catalog now of yeah. episodes. What's something that you wish you could do? Like I said, here's a million dollars. What's something, and you can't just go on vacation with it. What's something you, that you would want to do with all of the, maybe things that went on the cutting room floor or guests that maybe their episode wasn't the most awesome, but you put it anywhere. Like what are something that you wish you could do with all that body of work? I put a lot of it into my book. So I'm, I'm happy at the way that because I was able to sort of pull from all the relevant interviews. So I feel, Mm. I feel like that I'm happy with that. 
I think what I'd like to do is actually do a conference with a handful of these some of the people that I've that I've interviewed and then do sort of like and I don't know I haven't actually put this down in writing or anything but I just if if I had a million dollars and it was not a thing I'd do a big conference and then I'd have these people talk for for, you know for half an hour each and and do little workshops and things if that was relevant because I just think the the expertise that each of these people bring is just unbelievable right so so that would be really powerful um yeah that I think that's what I would do. And then I think continue growing. Like I, I think there are so many people that I'd like to talk to uh, that I haven't quite yet got hands on yet. So I, I, you know, I set my sights on that as well, you know, in the future kind of next steps for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's, <clears throat> that's a, um, a really nice vision that the first thing you grabbed was oh, all these people need to they, more, I always call it platform. These people mm-hmm. that I've had a chance to talk to and distribute it via podcast, I would make more platform. I would, I would get yeah. them in front of more people. That's a beautiful way to think about the work that one is doing. I will point out that's what I'm doing to all of you people that I bring on the show. Is yes. you need more platform. I want to get you out of the world. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely feel that, that almost a panic. Some cases, sometimes in my situation, it's like, oh, 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 this needs to be seen and heard. And, but I yeah. like, Minimum viable podcast. Yes, yes. Well, Morgan, as much as I hate to say it, the time has slipped by. So Amazing. I think that's a, as good a place as any to stop. There is yeah. no good place to stop ever. But <laughs> stopping there. So thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. I know you're crazy busy. I appreciate you finding some time to chat with me today. Thank you. Oh, thank you. This has been an absolute pleasure. So fun to talk to you. <laughs>